and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Liam Greco, or LDG, as some may call me. And today we are doing a double preview. Yay, exciting Cascadia rivalry. We're going to go over the Portland Thorns and the All Rain in one episode. Oh my god. Um, yay, this is going to be awesome. Let's start with the Thorns, shall we? Let's just go with them first. Okay, so some basics. They're located in Portland, Oregon. They play at Providence Park, which has a capacity around 22,000. It's also the shared stadium of the Portland Timbers. Um, and yeah, the it's it, the exact capacity is 25,218. That's the statistic I was looking for on my Google Doc. Um, their coach, their new coach is Mike Norris, and their owners are the same exact owners as the Portland Timbers ownership group currently as um they they're they're the team is getting sold though so if right now it looks like the owner the owners of the team might be um you know it could be anyone to be honest there's no one really that they have as infinite in indefinitely it's all looking like there's nothing really that you can there's no permanent idea right now for the who the owner will be um they re-signed um u.s women's national team star center back becky sauerbrunn canadian international christine sinclair costa rican international rocky rodriguez american international sam coffee a really solid player and morgan weaver nat natalia beckman Sorry, Natalie Beckman. I mixed up with Natalia Quica. Taylor Porter, Gabby Provisano, Shelby Hoban, Hannah Bedford, Megan Nally, Tegan McGrady, and Michelle Baskin-Salos. Okay. The Thorns really had a pretty uneventful offseason, I would say. They didn't gain anyone except from the draft. Um, and they re-signed a lot of their players. They re-signed a lot of key pieces. The title, the team that won the title last season is putting themselves in a place to win the title again this year, although I think injuries will be a big question as there's already been a big injury into Need Becky. We'll get to that later. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if those younger players will get more minutes this season, especially with the World Cup. They gained Izzy Diakila and Lauren Kozal from the draft. Those two were signed. And there's two other draft picks in Reina Reyes and Lauren Debut, who has not been officially signed to the team yet. So they were drafted and the rights are owned by the Portland Thorns, but they have not been signed to the team yet. Uh, they lost Abby Smith and Yasmeen Ryan to Gotham FC, and Marissa Everett is taking a break from her professional soccer career to go to medical school. Um, thoughts on this? I think that Gotham FC got a really good pair of players. They lost Ashlyn Harris, who was their clear number one goalie last season, um, and even even when she was injured, she's you know one of the greatest goalies of all time, most saves all time in the NWSL. So they needed a replacement. Abby Smith is a player who just simply wasn't getting the time she wanted at the Forns, understandably, as the backup to Bella Bixby. So she just, you know, a change, I think it benefits everyone. Gotham gets a good goalie, and the Portland Thorns um, give younger younger depth in that second position, and Gotham FC gets themselves a new number one goalie. And Yasmin Ryan is one of the best players in the league right now. I think that is going to add a lot of attacking firepower to a Gotham FC team. But at, all, at the same time, it also gave the Thorns the fifth pick in the draft, which ended up being Reina Reyes. So I think that, you know, um, 
it's it, it nothing nothing can ever be perfect um and ryan will now get more playing time and midfield's a position where they have a lot of depth okay now some youngsters olivia moultrie the 17 year old central midfielder will most certainly play a much bigger role this season last season the midfield you know it's still very packed but with the world cup this summer i would expect to get a, see olivia moultrie getting a lot of minutes with the Portland Florence entire midfield pretty much going away for the World Cup, unfortunately for them. And that might be great for the other teams to get a chance to catch up um, because the Florins could be running away with the title this year again, potentially. And, uh, and yeah, I think Olivia Moultrie is going to be a really big player this season. I think it'll be great to see how she adapts in year three of the NWHR NWSL career. I mean, she's still only 17, but it would be so cool to see if she got a great breakout year. Next is Izzy Aquila, the the central forward or striker from Santa Clara University. Recently inked her deal with the Portland Thorns for a few years, keeping her in 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 Portland for uh, a good few years. Um, and yeah, I think that she, the 21 year old, is, is a proven goal scorer who has shown her ability on the ball in college, getting a lot of goal contributions and I think that you know it's just a great signing for the foreigns obviously she's already been drafted with the 12th pick of the draft so they already owned her rights but um you know she is she's a good player that will be interesting to see with the injury of Janine Becky um the Santa Clara University striker could get a, a big chance this season to um not just make an impression this year but she signed through 2025 officially so she can make a chance um if she was uh going to be a superstar for the us women's national team which i think a lot of people could expect from her that she's an incredible striker who has proven her skills at the college level it'll be interesting to see how she does at the pro level um Next is Lauren Cazal and Reina Reyes, two other draft picks. Cazal was officially signed, um, uh, but Reina Reyes has not been signed. The Michigan State University goalie was Big Ten Goalie of the Year on an All-American pick, and she had a 0.7, she had a 78% save percentage with 227 saves over her college career, and a lot of people have been very excited about this pickup. Also, uh, Nadine Anger, one of the best goalies of all time in women's soccer, is the Portland Thorns goalkeeping coach. And if Nadine Anger is excited about Lauren Cazal, I think the fans should be. Reina Reyes is another player who is just only 22, and she has a very high ceiling. She hasn't been officially signed, which is kind of confusing me because I feel like the Thorns would probably want to lock this down. But she's a player who played her college soccer at Alabama University. The 22-year-old from Garland, Texas, also has played for the Mexican national team a few times um, at the international level. And uh, yeah, she's played a few times at the international level for Mexico, four caps to be precise, has, um, she had 16 goals in her college career. I think she could play potentially a defensive midfield role if Sam Coffey's away, but I think they'll mostly see her at a fullback position. Last but not least, this really doesn't count because she was, you know, a superstar last season, but she's still young. Sophia Smith, the 22-year-old, has already made a very big impact on women the women's soccer world and I think she could 
like put a torch in the fire of the Women's World Cup this year and, you know, not just be the MVP of the NWSL again, but perhaps be the golden boot winner at the World Cup. I think that could definitely happen. She already has 12 goals in her for the U.S. Women's National Team, 21 goals in 42 games for the Thorns. That means she gets zero, uh, half a goal every two games, which is an incredible ratio, considering that, you know, a lot of those games she came off the bench in the past. And in college for the Stanford Cardinals, she scored 24 goals in 33 games. The Sophia Smith is a player who is really skilled at taking players on and just crushing them, to be honest, and dribbling and dribbling past everyone and juking players out and making them really just question how to defend her because of how big of a player she is. She's just a absolute winner and I think her mentality on the field is clearly incredible. Watching her play is such a joy. Um, next, the style of the play that I think, I see them playing like a 4-3-3, you know, holding. I see them dropping back a little bit in that midfield, but potentially a Sam Coffee. We'll talk about my lineup later. But first, let's do something a little fun. Now Now that we know how I see them lining up and how they've lined up in the past, let's look at their FIFA ratings, right? Um, this is their overall rating, by the way. I'm going to go down the list. Sophia Smith, 87. Becky Sauerbrunn, 86. Crystal Dunn, 84. Christine Sinclair, 84. Bella Bixby, 84. Megan Klingenberg, 83. Rocky Rodriguez, 83. Hina Sukita, 82. Morgan Weaver, 80. Janine Becky, 79. Sam Coffey, 79. Natalia Kwika, 79. Kelly Hubley, 78. Emily Menges, 76. Shelby Hogan, 75. Megan Nolly, 75, Olivia Moultrie, 74, Tegan McGrady, 74, Michelle Vasconcelos, 73, Taylor Porter, 72, Hannah Bedford, Gabby Provisano, and Natalia Beckman are all 71. So that is how the Forens will line up in FIFA this year. Um, now let's go, my thoughts of the ratings. I think that this is a team that obviously was a title contender last season, winning the whole thing, and that's clearly reflected by the talent showcased with their ratings, and I think it'll be so cool to see how, when the NWSL comes into FIFA the next weekend, it's a great birthday present for me, it comes in next Thursday on March 23rd, the day after my birthday. It was supposed to come out last week, but unfortunately they, um, it kind of got, it got pushed back due to software problems, um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see the Florence play in FIFA. I think that Sam Coffey and Natalia Kwika, Janine Becky, all those play, those three at 79, I feel like they could be like an 81, 82, and Weaver could also be a little higher. But I think that a lot of the ratings are pretty fair, although I think that those four could be pushed up a little bit. Just, um, I think, you know, uh, just to have an idea of who is going to be you know, players that start on the Forens team, because obviously in FIFA you put out your starting 11, and there's going to be a lot of tough decisions for managers playing their teams to make this season. So since we're doing two teams in an episode, we're going a little bit quicker today. Um, now I'm going to go to my starting lineups. I have Bella Bixby starting in goal, Megan Klingenberg at left back, Kelly Hubley at left center back, Becky Sauerbrunn at right center back, Natalia Kawika at right back, Sam Coffey at center defensive midfielder, Crystal Dunn at left central midfielder, Rocky Rodriguez at right central midfielder, Morgan Weaver at left winger, Sophia Smith at right winger, Christine Sinclair at striker. 
Oof. Um, and for the important subs, I have Shelby Hogan as the backup keeper. The backup fullback is Ben Reyes. The backup center back is Emily Megas. The backup central midfielders are Hina Sugita and Olivia Moultrie. The backup winger is Michelle Vasconcelos. And the backup striker is Izzy Diakila. Um, this is taking into account that Janine Becky was injured. Originally, hi, Janine Becky is the backup winger. But that changed after the injury. And obviously... Um, Crystal Dunn was on the bench last season, but now she's back from maternity leave, and I think she'll be forced to be back in that starting 11 as Yasmeen Ryan has left the Thorns. So that's my Portland Thorns preview. Now let's move on to the OL. Oh, now we're going to move on to the OL Rain preview. So the OL Rain play in Seattle, Washington. I know that's not clear via their name, so I wanted to clarify that, as I do for all teams, though. And they play at Lumen Field in downtown Seattle. Their coach is Laura Harvey. And their owners are Bill and Teresa Predmore. This offseason, they re-signed Quinn, Sam Hyatt, Olivia Athens, Claudia Dickey, Lauren Ivory, Olivia Van Dejat, Marley Canals, Nikki Stanton, Lauren Barnes, and Megan Rapino. This offseason, they gained Elise Bennett, Emily Sonnet, and Luene. They lost Sinclair Miramontes and Jody Oko. My analysis on this offseason is a... B plus. I think that they did a really good job. I would like say A minus to B plus. They really didn't lose any huge pieces of their team. Um, no disrespect though to the two players they lost. They didn't lose players who had a lot of minutes. And they gained players that are gonna be Emily Thomas, a US women's national team player, and Elise Bennett and Luene are players for the future at, at 23 and 20 years old, respectively. We'll talk about them later um, in more detail. But yeah, I think that, and they re-signed a lot of key pieces. I think that this offseason, the fir- the team that finished first place in the regular season just got better. So the rest of the NWSL, watch out. Their style of play is a four-two-three-one. But let's let's talk a little bit about um, some of the youngsters on the team. Angelina is someone who had an ACL injury last year, unfortunately, causing her to miss a lot of the season. She's a Brazilian international who already has. Sh- put her mark on the NWSL. She was signed into the NWSL um, very so, like very um, early on in her career, a few years ago, by the OL Reign. Um, and she's a player who's a crafty central midfielder, and she works very well on... And, uh, Angelina works very w- well on the ball, and she's a crafty player who can really... Uh, cause a lot of problems for defenses and I think that she's a player who also has a very um, secret weapon in her long shot which is something that I think a lot of people would want to launch. She didn't get a lot of appearances this season, the 23 year old due to the ICL injury but she's already had 20 appearances for the Brazilian national team and she's already made 16 appearances with the OL Reign and the two seasons that she's been here and it would be a lot more if it wasn't uh, if it wasn't for the ACL injury. She was born in Jersey City, New Jersey, so very close to where I am right now, um, to Brazilian parents, which is the re- her reasoning around the U.S. women's... No, she was in Brazilian national team, excuse me, over the U.S. women's national team. And, yeah, I think she's a player who could get a lot of playing time this season, and it'll be interesting to see how she makes an impact on the all rain side.
but not least, I'm going to do my mock starting lineup and subs for the OL Reign. And goal starting, I have Valentulis Joyce. From left to right in the defense, I have Lou Barnes as a left back. Alana Cook is left center back. Uh, Emily Sonnet as right center back. And Sofia Huerta as right back. In the midfield, uh, I have a... I have for the four two honoring the four two three one system. I have Jess Fishlock sitting back alongside with Quinn, um, or Angelina when she comes back from her injury, with Lavelle above her in that center attacking midfield position. And on the wings, I have Megan Rapino at left wing, and at right wing, I have Tazara King at striker. I have Bethany Balser. I think Tazara King just showed her class and how she's great in the air and how she's really a player to watch out for. And I think that that's why I have her starting over, you know, maybe a Jordan Haitema. And I think that that's my starting lineup. And I hope that you enjoyed this double episode of the Women's Soccer Podcast. Yay, double preview. And watch the NWSL season. It starts next Saturday at 2 p.m. Well, next Saturday on the day I'm recording this on March 19th. It starts next Saturday, March 25th at 2 p.m. when the Kansas City Current go away to face the North Carolina Courage. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Women's Soccer Podcast and follow us here on Apple Podcasts. And peace out from your host, LDG.